sad, so quiet. We're recording, Emily. Oh. <laughs> Chickatee, tell me what's wrong. <laughs> Wanna do that? Disclaimer thingamajigger. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um. <clears throat> Hello and welcome. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. <laughs> you are a bad influence. <laughs> Chicken tea tea. <laughs> Not tea tea. You pleb. <laughs> what are you, John? Chicken tea tea, tell me what's wrong. Don't listen. I'm a shoulder <laughs> you can cry on. Ah! <laughs> oh my god. My stomach hurts, I can't. All this and before the disclaimer. Oh my god, right. Okay, um, hello? <laughs> Is it me? No, sorry. Okay. <laughs> hello, and welcome to the Wheel of Crime podcast. I forgot my lines. <laughs> You're like, so <laughs> like, I can't look at her. It'll ruin everything. I'm just gonna laugh if I look at you. I can't do it anymore. Okay. Hello and welcome to the Wheel of Crime podcast. This podcast includes stories of crime told by two ladies who drink, mumble profanities, and laugh way too often. Listener discretion is advised. Not quite as aggressive, but I'll give you three points. I and L and Y and the E M I L Y Emily Emily. Hit it, Fergie. (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome to episode three of Wheel of Crime. We're surprised that you're back. I am. I'm surprised we're back. Is anyone still listening after that introduction? We're not sure anymore. It, it, it was a long one, but <laughs> I think it covered pretty much everything. <laughs> That's it. That was that was the show, guys. Chickadee, 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 dee dee dee. We'll just make a new song. And it'll be you singing bird songs. Ka ka ka. You sound like my bird, Kevin. It's a sea girl. <laughs> Kevin takes many forms. Yes, he does. She. No, it's Jeremy the seagull. Aww, it's Jeremy. We do have this thing where every time we see a seagull, we automatically call him Jeremy, and then we just always have like a typical Jeremy <laughs> where he's like always stealing other seagulls' fries, or like he's flying away with a full bag of McDonald's. Doing like typical Jeremy shit. Fucking Jeremy. Fucking Jeremy. Always being a shit disturber. Uh-huh. That hooligan seagull Jeremy. So, uh, what are you drinking tonight there, Em? Today, I am treating myself to some Bengal spiced tea. Ooh! I know, because I have places to be, so I cannot do the liquors. What about you? 
Yes, we're having a dry show tonight. I'm having some orange pico tea at 9, 10 p.m., so I plan to be jacked until, like, 3. She plans to be ready for you guys at uh, 4 a.m., so... I'm here, guys! Let's record! I've been waiting seven hours! I hope you're ready! (laughs) (laughs) Red eyes bugging out of your head. So, Em, you gotta pick the topic for... Uh, this, week. this week. Yes, I did. So, what's our topic going to be? Our topic this week is war crimes. Ooh! Yes, and can you guess why we did that one? I have no idea. It may be because Remembrance Day is coming up here soon. Sh- soon. Wow. Show soon. I love how we've only recorded three episodes and I still can't speak English. Like, <laughs> like I've only spoken it my whole life and just, I... We start recording and you're like... It's like my tongue is like, you're on your own. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of here, man. There's just no hope for you. Yes, so Remembrance Day is coming up, so we're gonna discuss some war crimes. Yeah, well, was there anything fun from this last week that you want to talk about, Jen? Well, this last week, I... Um... The weeks kind of blur together, you know? <laughs> I feel like I do the same thing every week. I go to work, I come back from work, I go to work again. <laughs> I think that's the tragic part of being an adult. It's like everything blurs together and you're like, what did I do this morning? I love how everything is just like, it all, well, like you're saying, it all blurs together. But then you'll have like moments where you sit there and you're like, this is it. This what this is what being an adult is. And it'll be during something like super menial, like you just like booked a dentist appointment. And you're talking to somebody, and you're like my fucking dentist, and then everybody else is like, yeah, my fucking dentist. And then you're all like, that's it. I'm an adult now. Speaking of dentists, I bought a mouth guard this week so I can stop oh. grinding my teeth in my sleep. Literally, that's my next thing to do. When I go to the <laughs> dentist. Have you tried yours out yet? Not yet. It just came in the mail today, actually. So, I ordered a bunch of stuff, like, two weeks ago. And so, I got a message on my phone saying that my package was delivered. And I ordered this, like, mouth guard, like, yesterday or something. Right. Stupid like that. And so, I was like, oh, finally, those packages are in. And then I get home, and I look at, open the package, and I was like, it's a fucking mouth guard I ordered yesterday, but the other shit is still not here? I literally experience that all the time. It's like when you order something off of Amazon, you're like, great, so my one thing took two months to arrive, my other one took two days. Such a weird world that we live in. Mm-hmm. Or like, uh... In Canada, we've had postal strikes that have been uh-huh. going on. So that's been fun. So basically, if you've ordered anything on the internet before you get this notification saying, oh, by the way, the postal workers are on strike, then you're like, oh, well, I guess I'm not receiving anything for like a month. Maybe. I'm really worried that like none of my stuff's going to come in before Christmas. Cause, I like... have, I've, ha- I've had two, three things now sitting in like the mail that are suppo- were supposed to arrive like a month ago, and they haven't yet. So I don't think they're coming. (laughs) (laughs) They're gone. I've accepted my fate and moved on. Right? They're someone else's now. I hope they're having a great day with my my earring and my uh, iron-on badges that I ordered. (laughs) It's like last Christmas. My boyfriend... gave me my heart. Yes, of course. (laughs) John and I, my boyfriend John and I, we ordered this giant unicorn for his niece from Toys R Us on Black Friday. How big is giant? Like, you... Like... I'm a little curious now. Well, for our listeners, I don't know, like, that's very, it, it was a decent size. This big. 
description for our listeners. You guys are really getting the, like, prime storytelling here. Let's say the size of a miniature schnauzer. A bit bigger. Like Like, a standard schnauzer? Like a golden retriever. Okay, a golden retriever-sized... Unicorn. Unicorn. Now that's interesting. For his niece. That's expensive. It, we, it was on Black Friday, so we actually got a really good deal. We got it for 10 bucks. We're what? like, sweet. Okay, you see that shit in Toys R Us? It's like 200 bucks. I know. It was on like a super sale online only. My fucking crocodile I bought for my Halloween costume was $40. <laughs> and it was like maybe the size of my arm. Like, I'm still salty. Anyways. But anyways, we ordered this thing and it took forever to come in. Uh-huh. And then so we're... We used to live in BC last year, so we were about to head back to Alberta for Christmas, and we pick up our package because it finally comes in, like, the day before we were leaving, and it's a fucking, like, baby stroller. And we're like, what the hell? And then we, like, look at the packing slip, and this thing was supposed to go to, like, Montreal. So some lady in Montreal has our $10 unicorn. Meanwhile, we have this $200 stroller. And I was like, she's probably pissed. Oh, for sure she's pissed. She's looking on her slip being like, I did not pay $10. (laughs) (laughs) This is wrong. I definitely paid more than $10. Sorry, Toys R Us. No shade. But, like, actually, actually, you ruined a child's Christmas. I hope you're happy. (laughs) Nice. Oh, let's see. I don't know. I feel like my last week was pretty similar. Like, you know, work and home and, you know, the fun stuff. But I will say I did have a funny experience while I was up at work. So uh, I work uh, just going around to different gyms. And I, I do see funny stuff from time to time. So when I was up at one of my places last time, I was watching a guy who he was going, he was walking behind, like on the front. How, how should I explain this? So in gyms, they'll usually have the treadmills kind of pushed up against a back wall, like if they don't have a lot of space. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you'll have a little space between the front of the treadmill and the wall. And that right. space is usually reserved for like cords or like, you know whatever necessary shit necessary shit and there's a reason there's a space there (laughs) so there's this guy and he's walking along behind the treadmill i have no idea why i'm about to go over there and talk to him about him be like hey like do you need help or you know whatever and we've got tvs in this particular gym situated above the treadmills like attached to the wall and they're like like i'm about five foot three they're like the bottom shelf is probably at like the five foot four mark Like, five foot five. Like, I just barely make it under the shelf. (laughs) This guy is definitely taller than me by, like, a significant amount. He's not paying attention. And I'm, like, across the gym, and I can't even say anything because I'm just too far away. And I see him, like, and, like, clunk his head off the shelf and, like, blah! (laughs) Oh, poor guy. But, like, I was like, oh, that was, his neck went far. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, I don't know what he was looking for, but he got out of the gym real fast. Yeah, I would imagine. That, that, that's why I don't go to the gym. Well, that's not why, but that's why I imagine I don't go to the gym. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just the joys of life, I guess. But I don't know. Other than that, pretty uneventful week. Yeah. Adulting, man. What a weird time in my life. Right? It's like I just have a headache constantly behind my (laughs) eyeballs and there's nothing I can do about it. And I'm constantly tired and broke. Yes. So many joys. Mm -hmm. I know. I talk to people and they're like, take ibuprofen. And I'm like, nah, I can make it. (laughs) There's not enough ibuprofen on this earth. (laughs) I'm tougher than the ibuprofen. (laughs) 
I'm beyond ibuprofen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, Jen. Do you want to start or? I've got a joke first. Oh, Have you forgotten? A joke. Have you forgotten about my awesome jokes? I told two last week. I for- I forgot because they're not that good. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring back the classic knock knock joke. Are you ready for this? Uh huh. Okay, <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? Almond. Almond who? Almond. The side of the law. <laughs> Wait, what? Because I'm on the side of the law. Almond oh, side of the law. That was a bad one. The best jokes are the ones you have to explain, obviously. <laughs> you just need to stop writing in dad jokes. Dad jokes for the win. Dad jokes. Are dad are my jokes? Life. That's why they rhyme. Yes, dad jokes, man. We could make an album. Yeah, we're such good singers. That's what we're going to do next. <laughs> That's going to be our next creative In endeavor. In the meantime, neither of us have had any formal, like, vocal education. Oh, wait, you have, haven't you? I have, yes. Uh, you see, I was in the church choir, and I don't think they were very picky. <laughs> They're like, oh, I guess we'll take her. They're like, oh, she's the time of day. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll take her. Oh, my God, my foot's asleep. Again? Again, it always happens. <laughs> Maybe we need to find chairs at some point. <laughs> nah, it's nah. fine. It's, it's fine. It's good. It's Gouda. Well, why don't you start off the episode? I'm a slut for cheese. Whoa, that was <laughs> unexpected. Sorry, I zoned out. I just said I was like, "Oh, that's good," and then I was like, "Oh, that's Gouda," and then I was like, "Yeah, I like cheese." <laughs> so many twists what did and you turns. Say? <laughs> <laughs> I said that was unexpected. Am I starting? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, um, we're also, having so a good loud. night. <laughs> you okay. just figured out that you're loud? Well, yeah, because I can hear my own voice now and I'm hurting my ears. <laughs> well, now you know how my ears have felt for the last oh, 10 years. Oh, is that years. why they're always bleeding? I thought yeah. you had a condition. <laughs> yeah, it's for your voice. That's why they're always bleeding. Okay. <clears throat> You'll like my story this week. Are you ready? So ready. So, this week we are doing, uh... War crimes. Yes, I don't know why. In my notes, my title is different. But yes, we're doing war crimes. What's your title? My title is The Myths and Legends of World War II. Ooh! As you know me, I like to take our themes and do a funky spin. Yes. The yes. kind of on-topic topic is what we like to call it over here. I like to keep things Interesting. What are you going to get next week? Nobody knows. I can see into the future and it's at a topic. I was going to say that started out sounding like it could actually be a song and then I was like, yeah. It is. It's the That's So Raven theme song. Okay, you say that as if I've watched That's So Raven before. Well, you should have. I didn't grow up with television. Don't want to be like that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, tell us your story. Back when I grew up, we had to walk outside. No, 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 no. not that story. <laughs> we don't want to hear that story. Thanks, Gramps. <laughs> Fine. I guess I'll talk about the myths and legends of World War II. <clears throat> I'm ready. As the evilest and most widely condemned organization in European history, the Nazis have long fascinated both historians and the public at large. Inevitably, a wide variety of grotesque 
and often unbelievable theories have formed around Hitler and his followers, blurring the distinction between historical fact and wild speculation. So, I have four different myths slash legends okay. of World War II lined up for you. You ready? I'm ready. Now, a couple of these I've heard before, but a couple of these are new to me, so it should be good. Interesting. Should be Gouda. You cheese slut. <laughs> like, you say that as if you're not a slut for cheese. <laughs> what can I say? Just give me some of those craft singles. <laughs> you, uh, I have standards. <laughs> give me a slice of dat marble dough. Dat, dat marble dough. Dat matzah dough. Oh, da matzah. Or like that cheese I had when we were in Amsterdam. The old Amsterdam Gouda cheese. Mm-hmm, that was good. That was a Gouda That cheese. was Gouda. <laughs> that was Gouda cheese. <laughs> okay. Okay, send me to jail. Yes. <laughs> I'm sending you there See, right I'm on now. topic. <laughs> for once (laughs) okay so number one nazi tunnels in the antarctic okay Mm -hmm. so in 1938 a group of germans led by a navy captain undertook an expedition to antarctica it occurred as europe was teetered on the brink of the second world war which was declared in 1939 In later years, the trip became the subject of fantastical myths, most of which centered around the hollow earth and the concave earth theories. Which, I didn't go too into the theories because I don't know if that's something we're going to cover potentially later on, but I'm sure there's a couple conspiracy theorists out there that could probably enlighten us if they wanted to. Enlighten. 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 (laughs) Enlighten? Enlighten. What do you mean? Enlighten. <laughs> that's what I said. It is spelled enlighten. That's enlighten. What, that's what he said. Enlighten. This feels like another bagel, bagel situation. Bagel? Shut up. <laughs> Schedule? Stop it! <laughs> okay. Okay, <laughs> so authors, fringe groups, and conspiracy theorists have proposed that the Germans' expedition's real purpose was to... Locate the entrance to a network of underground tunnels supposedly leading down into the center of the planet. Some versions of the myth... It's like Journey to the Center of the Earth. It's like Nazi version of Journey to the Center of the Earth, but through Antarctica. Nicolas Cage plays Hitler. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Something I didn't... I still don't want. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, um... Some versions of the myth involve Hitler and other senior Nazi officials fleeing into the subterranean realm after the Allies achieved victory in Europe. It is, of course, untrue, as the expedition had a very specific purpose, and German authorities wanted to establish a whaling station in the area as whale oil was a valuable resource. I know I'm sad about it, too. (laughs) What is wrong with you? You're like, I'm just going to go around and hit everything. <laughs> it's because I'm so upset that he's taking whale oil. You're excited he's taking the... Yes, no, upset. Take upset. the whale oil. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, as whale oil was a valuable resource, Germany was heavily reliant on Norway for that oil and wanted to produce it independently. Although a search for the main ingredient in... S- I definitely did not read that sentence right. Okay. <laughs> Although a search for the main ingredient in soap and margarine is less... Whoa, I don't remember reading that. Whale oil is in margarine? 
It can be. You knew that? That's why I buy vegan butter. You looked at me like, mm, that's why I buy vegan butter. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> you're eating lard. Well, that's like, if you ever eat gummies, you're technically eating processed animal parts. That's how they make gelatin. Yeah, that's why I don't eat regular gummies either. Wine gums are actually vegan. Did you know that? I did know that. I also read that apparently uh, English wine gums are supposed to be one of the better candies on the market for you to eat. Yeah. Actually, when we were in London, there was a lot of vegan candies, which made me excited. In Europe in general, actually, there was a lot of vegan stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Those. I'm a heathen, though, so... (laughs) I don't eat boiled animal bones. I love it. Give Ew. me all the boiled animal bones. Ew! <laughs> You're disgusting! <laughs> I just like seeing you cringe. Anyways, <clears throat> so margarine is less exciting than a quest for the hollow earth. It is, uh, yeah, so although that's less exciting, it is uh, uh, still more likely uh, than the hollow earth theory. Well, I think margarine's pretty exciting. Mm. Butter gets me excited. <laughs> butter gets me excited. I love butter. 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 You can't have popcorn without butter. I do like butter. Definitely a lot better than margarine, I think. But if I had to pick, like, any other kind of butter, though, like, have you had herbs and garlic butter before? Well, no. You should. I like Makes garlic a real butter. Good spread. You gotta have the garlic butter. No, you have herbs and garlic butter. Garlic. Add on to that stack, Jen. Nah. <laughs> okay, so that was our first theory. Okay, so two. Hitler's missing testicle. Oh, how sad for him. Well, I mean, it was Hitler. <laughs> I almost. How bad can you really be? <laughs> So, a claim often made about the leader of the Nazi party is the fact that Adolf Hitler only had one testicle. It has long been touted in British propaganda and in popular culture. This urban legend was the basis for the song, Hitler Has Only Got One Ball. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to listen to that song right now, please. Let's see if I can find that. I didn't even listen to it. What? I didn't, no. I feel like you gotta... You're actually looking it up. You thought I was joking? Well, you've done crazier shit. Here it is, folks. How cheerful. It's like a song you can dance to, you know? I'm wondering if there's any lyrics. Okay. This led somewhere I had no idea. (laughs) This took an unexpected turn. Okay, so now that we know all about that song and that it's real. And what kind of gem that was. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. Yep. 
which was written in the late 1930s, it became popular among Allied troops who sang it as a way of belittling and ridiculing the enemy leader. Okay. I can so see it's, that. It's kind of like how like people make fun of Trump for his tiny hands. Yeah, pretty much. And then, uh, have you ever heard, like, army marches at all? No. Like, glory, glory, what a hell of a way to die. You're supposed to do it in tune with your footsteps as well, so they, I'm guessing they would have made that song so that you can march along to it as well. Probably. I would guess. If you're, if you're having troops that sing it, there's, like, I'm gonna give it an 80% chance somebody (laughs) made it into a marching tune. (laughs) Okay. Um... Hitler's doctor dismissed the idea, and people understandably cast doubt on the claim, seeing as it was a product of biased propaganda promoted by Germany's enemies. However, in the years following the end of World War II, new research has uncovered documents and reports that point to it being more fact than fiction. (laughs) Hitler's prison records and medical records from his time as a soldier in World War I all point to a case of monarchism. I don't know if I said that right. The condition probably in which it, not. Probably not. The condition in which a man lacks one of his testicles. <laughs> no, I just remembered something. Way back in ye old days when I was a <laughs> cadet, <laughs> we had a guy, and I, I only remember his first name, but I don't remember his last name, so I'll, that keeps most of his identity covered. This is relevant in a second, don't worry. We'll call him Richard. It has to be a W name. We'll call him... Walter. Yes, Walter. We'll call him Walter. Okay, so this guy, Walter, had a twin. Okay. And so, apparently, the only difference between the twins was that one of them, Walter, only had one testicle. Oh, so no. So everybody, like, all of their friends called him Walter the One Nut Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible! I literally never thought twice about it and then i think i like dated him or something i don't remember it was a while ago (laughs) now i'm trying to think about who this is i was like i don't know if you would remember i was probably like 14 it would have been one of those things where i'm like yeah we're dating and then we would just call each other on the phone like once a week and be like hi boyfriend hi girlfriend talk to you later and then conveniently one day never call again it was one of those things. And then you come to school. Wait, bro, cop, it was horrific. I am so sad. But anyway, so Walter. <laughs> the one nut wonder. I shouldn't be laughing, but that's so terrible. <laughs> the condition in which a man locks one of his testicles, although it is usually placed alongside other more far-fetched urban myths about the Nazis, the evidence behind this one is convincing. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. And then three... Hitler escaped to South America. So, the fact that Hitler's body was found badly burnt and only identified by Soviet forces has led to a long-running theory that the Nazi leader did not die when Berlin fell in 1945. Okay. You're looking at me like I'm supposed to say something. I had this weird feeling. I was like, I feel like Jenny wants to say something, and then you just didn't. I was like, never mind, that was in my head. I'm crazy. (laughs) For decades after World War II ended, people around the world have reported sightings of men they believe to be the Fuhrer. One location seems to be a favorite for theorists, and it's in South America and Argentina in particular. Recent theories have suggested that Hitler fled Berlin via a secret tunnel to a nearby helicopter. So many tunnel theories. I know, right? From there, he traveled first by helicopter and then in a U-boat to a series of secret locations finally coming to rest in South America. 
There he lived out the rest of his days in peace, dying in Argentina later in the 20th century. Many Nazis and fascists did find sanctuary there, including Adolf Eichmann and Joseph Mengele. However, there is no credible or convincing proof that the fire... Fuhrer. Fuhrer. I know I'm saying it right, but if I say it too fast, I'm like, the fire! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Join them. Fantastic as the idea of Hitler's escape may be, it is unlikely to be anything more than fiction. And that was my third theory. I got one more for you. You ready? I'm more than ready. Okay, so, four. The Nazis practiced dark magic. Okay, I'm all in. They were all witches. I'm kidding. That's not Bubble, bubble, boil and dry. <laughs> that went so wrong so quick. <laughs> I know where you were going with that, but the delivery was not on point. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. Bubble, bubble, toil and trouble. You could have gone with something more fast, fantastical, like twas brilliant in the slithy toves. Bubble, bubble, toil and trouble. Did Geyer and Gimbal in the wabe. So dark magic. <laughs> <laughs> Before I go on a random monologue here. <laughs> As I do anyways. Yes. So, the Nazis' links to occultism, esoteric practices, and dark magic are usually cast in the same light as the more unrealistic Nazi myths and conspiracies. However, there is considerable evidence for claims that Hitler and his associates were involved in occult practices. Heinrich Heimler, a high-ranking uh, party member participated in seances and rituals during which he attempted to contact the spirits of the dead. Rudolf Heiss, or Heiss, Heiss? Hess. Heiss? I don't know. Hoy? No. Was a member of the shadowy Thule Society and associated with a network of fortune tellers and mystics. Hitler himself had a keen interest in the dark magic and was believed by many to be a messiah whose coming was (laughs) prophesied by Nostradamus. (laughs) I know. That's a weird word, by the way. Messiah? I don't, like, what a weird word. I think it's Hebrew? I'm not sure. It's weird. It's old. It's an old word. It weirds me out. Uh, although this macabre and seemingly fantastical feature of the Nazi party has become the basis of many works of fiction, the organization's links to dark magic are far from fictional. <gasps> Gasp. But that wraps up my theories. Wow. I know. I believe this is time for your story. Yes, it is time for my story. Hopefully my tangents weren't too long. Okay, so I made a mistake. I chose a story. I pulled an Emily, guys. I chose a story (laughs) with words I can't pronounce. Oh, I'm ready. I thought you were going to be mean about it, but I'm excited. (laughs) We're going to talk about a war criminal. Um, oh my god, I don't want to say his name. It's going to be embarrassing. <laughs> You're so rude. Okay. Oh my god, no. Mm-hmm. Okay, his name is... I know this is butchered. I know. I know. Like I said, like we included a discretion warning, guy. <laughs> this is why. We are uncultured and we can't spell or read. Solobin Prowljack. 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 He looks like a grumpy old man. That is a grumpy old man. He looks so angry. (laughs) Okay. 
So, Proudjack, he was born on January 2nd of 1945 in Kapilgina, Yugoslavia. His father, Mirko, worked for the security agency Ozana. Uh, Proudjack attended high school in Listica with the future Croatian defense minister, Oh my god. <laughs> Goy. Gojokovs. <laughs> I'm Dude, really. Gojokovs. Read it again. Read it again. I'm struggling. Um, he had three university degrees. In 1970, he graduated as an electri- electrical engineer at the facility of electrical engineering in Zagreb with a GPA of 4.5 out of 5. In 1971, he graduated from Zagreb facilities of humanities and social sciences, majoring, majoring in philosophy and sociology. And in 1972, he graduated from Zagreb Academy of Dramatic Art. Um, <clears throat> so he started off his professional career um, by working as a professor and manager of the electronics laboratory at the Nolka Tesla Vocational High School in Zagreb and then lectured on psychology or not psychology, philosophy, sorry, and sociology. And after 1973, was a freelance artist. Um, He was also a theater director um, and directed a TV series, which I can't pronounce the name of, and television dramas, which I also can't pronounce the name of, and a documentary that, guess what? I can't pronounce the name of. (laughs) You could do better. Your performance is a four-hour. Well, I'm barely passing, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> so, um, Prowl Jack voluntarily joined the newly formed Croatian Armed Forces after the outbreak of the Croatian War of Independence in 1991. Before and after he the war, he was an engineer, um, TV and theater director, as well as a businessman. Mm-hmm. He was indicated by voluntary surrender to ICTY in 2004, and in 2013, he was convicted for war crimes against the Bosnian Muslim population during the Croatian-Bosnian War alongside five other Bosnian officials and was sentenced to 20 years in jail. Mm -hmm. So when he joined the newly formed Croatian Armed Forces after the outbreak, he formed a unit composed of Zagreb artists and intellectuals with whom he held positions in Sunja. After the Sarajevo Agreement by April 3, 1992, he was made Major General, received a number of responsibilities in the Ministry of Defense, and became one of the 14 members of the Croatian National Defense Council and a member of the Croatian State Commission for Relations with the United Nations Protection Force. He was the High Representative of the Ministry of Defense and since... May 13th, 1993, representative of the Defense Ministry in the Croatian Republic, Kurzabosnia. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Oh, you tried. <laughs> and the Croatian Defense Council. Uh, Praljak petitioned Allegia. It's above. <laughs> 
Do it again. <laughs> Can I try? That yeah. sounds fun. Alicia Izetbegovic. Whoa. Izetbegovic. Elijah Izetbegovic. I think that was actually better than mine. <laughs> Like when the little slanty lies are on top, that tells you how like the vowels are pronounced. I'm ignorant. I don't know what can I say. <laughs> yeah. So we petitioned that guy to unblock the Sarajevo, but his propositions were rejected. From 24th of July to the 8th of November 1993, Peljic was the chief on staff of the Croatian Defense Council, in spite of the Croatian-Muslim conflict in the Croatian. Bosnian War. Mm-hmm. He sent a truck full of weapons to um, Sarajevo to help blo- to help Bosnians, and he also allowed the the UN's thinger humanitarian convoy thinger. I'm so official here mm-hmm. <laughs> through to Mostar, which was stopped in Sitluk. Um, so. Project was accused of failing to prevent the armed forces from committing many crimes of which he informed that he could foresee, including removing and placing in detention the Muslim population of Prozar from July through to August 1993. Murders in Mostar municipality and the destructions of building in East Mostar, including the mosques of the Starry Mosque, including attacking and wounding members of the international organizations, the destructions and looting of property, um, and during 1993, he was in charge of the Dredgedal camp where Boskin men were brutalized, starved, and some killed. Mm-hmm. So basically, he did a really lot of batches. Sounds like it, gosh. I know. So, after all this went down, he, in the war, he was taken to court in 2017 in the Netherlands, and guess what he did? Probably more bad shit. He took a bottle of poison in court, and he drank it. And the, oh. and the officials had no idea how he got this bottle of poison in, so he just committed suicide in the courtroom instead of, like, facing up to a shit. That's dramatic. I know. Like <laughs> That's like straight out of Shakespeare. Can I get that on a shirt? Straight out of Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> I take this ye old bottle of poison and I kill thyself. Ye old bottle of poison. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Weird. Huh. I didn't see that one coming. I know. Basically, his memo was, I'm going to just do a bunch of horrendous stuff and then instead of owning up to it, I'm just going to commit suicide. Yeah, I'm gonna make sure people die and have a horrible life. And then that's gonna be it. What an ass. I know. So, yeah. Well, that was (laughs) fun-ish. As fun as war crimes can be. Yeah. War is sad. It is sad. Remember your veterans, guys. (laughs) Thanks, veterans. We're your poppy. (laughs) That's why we're here. Thank you. Thanks, guys. All right, so I got a fun fact. Okay, what's your fun fact? So, in World War II, okay, I say fun fact, (laughs) but there's not a lot of fun in war. Yeah. Keep that in mind, okay? As fun as war can be, which is not very fun at all. Or at all. (laughs) It's not fun at all. Um, It's sad. 
Yeah. In World War II, British soldiers got a ration of three sheets of toilet paper a day. Americans got 22. What? You heard me. Like, who did the rationing there? Like, who was like, you know what? Clearly someone who doesn't shit every day. (laughs) That was my thought. (laughs) I was like, there's no way. Like, one sheet, because I'm thinking too, in World War II, like, I don't imagine they had, like, super thick, plush toilet paper, right? It's probably that, like, one ply crap. Yeah, and then, like, what? You, like, can literally ball up one sheet to, like, fit between your two fingers. Like, so you're basically wiping your ass with your hand. You're basically, yeah, wiping your ass with your hand, A, and B, like, what are you going to use the toilet paper for? Like, shove it up your butt? Like, I don't see how that's going to help. <laughs> that's but, gross. Yeah. So, like I said, not a really fun fact. It's just a fact that I read and I don't understand. So now you guys can mull over that one. Be perplexed with us. Perplexed. Yes. At the egregious war crimes. Alright, time to drink. Tell us what we got here, Em. Time for the Wheel of Crime! Okay. 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. So, since we're doing a dry episode because we got places to be later, we are responsible. Sorry. Yeah. So, you can start. Um, We've got water vinegar, Mm -hmm. water with salt, water with sugar, and regular water because we're boring adults. Sorry. (laughs) Because we live on the edge, clearly. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. I'll spin. Ubers that are expensive. I'll spin first. Yeah. Oh Whoa. my god, sorry. I just spilled everywhere. It's truth or dare. Okay, yes. I pick... Pick one for me. Do you want I, me to... I, do I, you want... I dare you to lick your pop filter. Aw, I was hoping you would come up with a weird noise. <laughs> that wasn't very fun at all. Okay, fine, you pass. I'll spit now. Not nearly as aggressive. <laughs> 20 push-ups! <laughs> fine, you know what? Okay, I guess I'll do 20 push-ups. Do them. I'm waiting. (laughs) She's actually gonna do it. (laughs) Oh my god. That's cheating. On your knees. Not even in the plank position. Did you not go to elementary school? Four. Your fiancé will be very angry at your exercising techniques. Six. My elbow. <laughs> Seven. It's really I vacuumed today. Eight. <laughs> Nine. Oh my god. Okay, we're we twenty. Don't, we don't have friends. <laughs> wow, impressive. I, I'm so good at doing math. I know, right? All right, your spin. <clears throat> I'll try not to be so aggressive. Yeah, you say that, but then you are. Let's say YMCA, young man. Don't you ever feel down, I said. Young yeah, man. Pick you yourself off the ground. You can't see Blah, 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 blah. Live in the YMCA. It's okay. fun to stay at the YMCA. Yeah. Okay. Okay, your turn. You know, what's funnier is that I can see a Village People album from where I'm sitting. Oh, <laughs> it's the one I got you for Christmas last yeah. year. You're so nice. Aw. All right. Lose your turn. 
Oh, that's ah. weird. I hope I get past the shot. Okay, you're gonna like. You got past oh. the shot. Oh my god! I'm a... You did that I on purpose. See into the future. Well, you gotta pick one for me now. I don't remember. Please, for the love of God, don't tip them all over. <laughs> you can't smell it. Just take it. Why? Just take the damn shot. Don't lick it. Don't lick it. What I don't it? know what it is. What was it? Water and vinegar. Ew. That's really good, actually. Have you ever drank pickle juice before? Yes. It's so good. It's, it's, it's actually so, so nice. It is. It's actually supposed to be really good for hangovers, too. Like, the next morning, after you've clearly had a fun night, you go and you get some pickle juice, and you mix it with a little bit of water, and it's really good. Or you can just take the pickle juice as a straight shot. My favorite. Spin the wheel. <laughs> no, it's... Yeah, you're right. It's just my turn. I just like to fight. Don't mind me. Truth or dare. What do you want? Um, truth. What's your most embarrassing secret? Secret? I don't know. I've done a lot of embarrassing things in my life. <laughs> that requires some thought. I'll just... I'll think of what whatever one comes to mind first. Just give me a second here. Okay, I'll, in the meantime, when I'm thinking, I'll, I'll spin. Mm -hmm. What does it say? YMCA. Oh my god, no, I'm spinning again. Do 20 push-ups. Oh my god, okay. no! No, you can do 20 push-ups while I'm thinking of a story. What does it say? Pass the shot. Okay. <laughs> Bitch. I still gotta think of a story. Here you go, we can take a shot while you're thinking. What was it? Just plain water. Oh, shit. I'm going to be so hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but an embarrassing story. I guess I can retell the, the same one I told earlier. Okay. Where I have a scar that runs down. <laughs> oh, I was like, earlier on this podcast? When? No, as in, in my day, Jenny. <laughs> so when I was maybe like five years old, I had one of my brothers and he was in... Well, I didn't have one of my brothers. That's weird. <laughs> I'm so tired. I have a brother. I have three, actually. I have three brothers. This would have been my second brother. He was a baby. <laughs> and I was five. <laughs> Thanks for the context. <laughs> no problem. Anytime. So he was in a crib, and my mom still had a diaper bin set up beside his crib. And for whatever reason, I thought it would be super cool to, like, climb up this diaper bin to go and, like, peek into the crib, I guess. But I lost my balance and, like, I, like, flew through the air as this bin toppled over in, like, a starfish formation. Like, I vividly remember my arms and my legs being completely spread out in the air, like, ah! <laughs> as I cartwheel through the air. And this bin falls in on top of me and, like, scratched me from, like, literally, like, the top of my inner thigh, like, down to my knee. And my mom just comes in and she's like, what have you done? And I was like, there, and I was like, no! Help me, mom! And I just think I'm embarrassing now because then if anybody ever sees it, like one of my shorts, and they commented, I'm like, oh my god, I don't want to talk about it. You don't want to know how I got that. I just envision myself starfish flying through the air and crying on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but All is right. it my spin? Now? Yes. Yeah, okay. it's your spin. Spin again. Spin again. 
You're doing this on purpose. Lose my turn. Oh my god. <laughs> Truth or dare? Truth. Truth? I already know everything about you. No. You know nothing. Can you pick a truth for me? I can't pick it. Fine. I pick dare. Okay. Lick your microphone. Okay. Can we pick something <laughs> <else>? <laughs> It's too late now. It still didn't make a sound. <laughs> I'm mad. Oh my god. Okay, fine. It's your turn. No. It's your turn. Oh yeah. You're right. I think you need to take more shots. It's a water. You can deal with it. Spin again. This is taking forever. Pass the shot. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Oh no. This is either the salt or the sugar. I hope it's salt. Because then you're going to be extra dehydrated. Oh, you got the sugar water. Yep. <laughs> okay. Nice and sweet. Sweet. All right. Here All right. We got one more shot left. It's only taking a hundred years. <laughs> Spin again. Oh my god. Why do you do this? <laughs> I don't know. You're like get, putting your like little <laughs> squiggle fingers in. <laughs> Take a shot. Shit. <laughs> I'm so ready. Let's do it. Salty. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. Well, after that torturous game. Like, <laughs> after that 500-year-long game, I guess it's time for us to get to our... Uh, goodbyes. Our, well, our goodbyes and our uh, our information. Time to whisper you guys some sweet nothings. You can follow us on Twitter at... Wheel of Crime. Wheel of Crime. <laughs> <laughs> at Wheel of Crime. Um, if you need to send us an email, wheel of crime at, at gmail.com. Twitter, wheel of crime. Wheel of crime. Facebook is facebook.com. Wheel of crime. And you can listen to us on. That's a drum roll. Oh, here. I can do a better one. Um, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher. Yes, Stitcher. SoundCloud. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> I'm learning. So, go listen on every platform if you want to challenge. I say at least once in every platform, guys. Get us out there. Oh, and also, if you could give us a good rating, if you like what we what we do, that would be nice, too, because we want to be able to branch out to more listeners just like you who like to hear our uh, ramblings and that sort of thing. Who so. like to torture yourselves once a week. Yes, with my incredibly loud laughter. I hope you're ready. <laughs> oh. They're ready. Are you ready for it? Na 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 Get to be with it. Na na na. All right, guys. We're gonna end on that note. Happy. Gonna go to bed. Happy Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day. Yep. Happy Remembering Day. Happy Remembrance Day. Hope you spend the day wearing your poppy and doing your thing and that sort of thing. Yep. All right. Bye. This is Jen signing out. This is Emily. Also signing out. Okay, bye.